Welcome to How to Rock the Stage Show, a show committed to equipping you to hone your media skills better to stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in your field. Each week, Rich Montreger interviews top leaders, influencers, authors, speakers, podcasters, and media professionals about how to leverage media best to help you shine brighter on camera and stage as a go-to expert. Now, here's your host, The Trigger, Rich Montreger. And good evening. Welcome back to another edition of How to Rock the Stage. Great to be back on a Wednesday night, streaming live on many different platforms. And if you don't know me, my name is Rich Bontrager, more commonly known as The Trigger. I'm a media marketing branding coach to help amplify you and your brand. I love making people shine on camera. Uh, shining on camera so they can shine on stage, amplify their brand authority, and become that go-to expert that everyone loves and knows because your brand and what you do is so important. Tonight, we're going to be approaching that whole thing from just the area of podcasting. How do you take your podcast and how do you turn that into an amplifier booster for you and your brand? So tonight, we have a marvelous guest beaming on in with us. And we do want to remind you, Throughout the show, feel free to use the chat box and ask questions. Uh, give us some love. Give us some support as we go through this tonight. But we are going to get the show rocking and rolling for the next 30 minutes. It's all about you, your podcast, and better amplification. Lindsay Phillips is our guest tonight, and she's the CEO of the Smooth Sailing Business Growth and Smooth Business Podcast. She's a content marketing and podcast expert host of the Leverage Your Podcast show and the creator of the Podcast Leverage System. And I'm going to throw this in here too. Uh, she told me she was skeptical at first about putting herself out there. How many of you deal with that? How many of you rest with that? And it actually paid off. She put herself out there and her business has consistently grown at 60% each year because of how she amplifies through podcasting, through media, Welcome to the stage tonight, Lindsay Phillips. Great to have you with us tonight. Oh, you're muted still. Hang on for a I second. I moved up and everything. I went, woo -woo, I'll reenact it. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. So good to see podcasting, you again. Po podcasting 101. Turn on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought it was going to happen automatically. Great to have you with us tonight, Lindsay. And we've already got... Uh, in the chat, box, people are saying hello I and know. welcome. There Hi, we go. Mark. He's Mark, so great you. with brain bump. Sign up. I did. I just let it go live this week. Oh, did you? You got the brain bump going. Awesome. I do. Mark was a guest just recently on the show. So yeah. again, it's, it's people interconnecting and streaming. That's how I saw time. him. That's and then I DM'd him and said, "Can you please be a guest on my show?" <laughs> So podcasting is all the rage is exploding everywhere. But again, there are a lot of people. And again, I brought up that skepticism because there's a lot of people that are still skeptic about putting themselves out there, what they need to do. So go back a little bit. What got you to break through that barrier? First of all, of podcasts and Lindsay, this can work. Because my coach told me to. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I know. I was uh, Jim Palmer, the dream business coach, and I knew I needed more um, exposure for my business, needed to get out there more to get more clients and really grow next level up. And um, he's like, Lindsay, you got to do videos and you got to get a podcast. And I was like, 
hold the phone. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm just like, I remember I was like crap in my pants. I was like petrified. He's like, no, really. And, and I knew it like in my heart. I'm like, I know this is going to work. I've seen him do it. I've seen other do it. But I, I honestly, I was just, I'm like, who am I? And like the sound of my voice and like, blah. So that's everything that everyone goes through. And I, I can still remember the original audio when I first started in broadcasting 30 years ago. <laughs> um, but I, so I have some of those early clips of that same thing because your voice in your head is not the voice of the room that people hear. When the first thing to get over is you got to get used to understanding what your room voice is, not your head voice. And as podcasters listen to their shows, the first thing they do is, ah. <laughs> no, and I don't want to see myself. And like, what if people, what if I stumble on my words? What if I ask a dumb question? What if I don't know what to ask? And it's like, especially when you're interviewing or being interviewed by people that are like, you know, they've been around and it can be intimidating. And you feel like oh, a little man. fish in like a bowl and, so I just, honestly, for me, it was more like just focus on the content. If I could share one nugget to one person and it helped them, then that's all I care about. And so I just focused on that. But it's like, we've had conversations, Rich, where you forget the mic is even on. You're just like, oh, it's just, yeah, right? Yo, yeah, no, there, there, there is no longer a camera for me. I've been doing this for, again, 30 years. There's no microphone on me. And so I naturally just fall into the presence, the persona, and do my job. Yeah. And that's where I, I coach and I want to help people get to, which I know is what you do. Is that there's that freedom of sure, there's a mic and a camera, but nobody cares. I don't. No, and it, it took a I'm not gonna lie, it took a while to get over that. And I listened to my first few episodes of my podcast and I want to throw up. You see your first few videos and you're like, oh man, alive. But you want to know the one thing that actually turned it around for me? You yeah. know Marie Forleo, right? She's like the goddess of all videos. Mm -hmm. And I saw a video of hers, and she was talking about when she was first in her kitchen, and the computer was on her kitchen table, and, like, the kids were running around. So I'm like, okay, she started from somewhere. Mm -hmm. She didn't just begin in this polished, beautiful, gorgeous studio so I'm like, okay, I'm starting somewhere too, and it's okay. And that's a great point, number one, for everyone to hear and understand. Start someplace. Start with your phone. Yeah. And just do audio. Start with literally your laptop open up and go for it. The great thing about recording it in advance is you can delete, and nobody ever knows what you did until you feel <laughs> comfortable putting it out there, right? That is true. I, I, I haven't never edited anything, really. Like, I've... I'm like, it is what it is. I'm like, honestly, I don't have the time or wherewithal to like edit every um and ah. I'm human. And so for me, I would rather connect with people that are normal human beings that I would like to have a coffee or a beer with and that they're like authentic and they're just a regular person. I don't need someone that is like perfectly polished, all like exterior, everything is perfect. Like that drives me crazy, honestly. So let's get deeper now into about that boasting your boosting, not boasting, boosting your, your, your persona, your brand. Okay, that's the glory and the power of a good podcast. Being a guest on a podcast show. Mm -hmm. Let's just start there. Let's not talk about hosting. 
But being yeah. a guest is a great way to amplify yourself and your brand and your messaging. So what should guests on podcasts do to help their business get caught up more, exposed more? For sure. And it's funny because I always get asked, should I host or should I guest? And to me, I'm like, both are great. But it also depends on where you're at in your business and what your goals are. If you still need more exposure, if you need leads and you need to like grow your list and more people need to know about you so that you can, they can buy your stuff or hire you or whatever, then you need to guest. But if you are like a really established business and you need to like up level your authority, Mm-hmm. And really stand out as a leader in this space so that you can be seen as the, one of the top tier go-to experts. You can raise your rates. You can up-level your mastermind. You can get more high-tiered, high-paying clients. And there's a million other goals and different reasons that I we could do a whole show on. But I do just want to kind of bring that up of like, you know, you don't just, oh, I need to host. Oh, I need to guest. It's like you really need to be strategic about it. Mm-hmm. So doing both is great. Uh, I'm curious about this. What do you think is one of the biggest mistakes guesting people do? I've, I've, I've got my number one thing that they, they do and kind of blow it a little bit. What's, what's your one pet peeve of guesting gone wrong? For me, I'm all about the business goals. So if you are guesting on a podcast show and you are just, oh, go to my website. If you don't give a great resource or give an effective call to action of what the listener's next step is, then I feel like you're going to get some exposure, but you're not going to get the results that are trackable and that are attainable. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh yeah. No. And again, because you do want the business to get bumped up, to be the lead magnet. I always coach from the persona of the person and say, you are that lead magnet. The business has a name, a book, you, you, you sell yeah. this, that's your stuff, but you are the number one lead magnet. So one of the most egregious things I think people do when they guest is at the end of the show, as a wrapping up, and they say, thank you for being here. They give all your social media. Their host is wrapping it up with a bow. The guest seems like they always have to jump on one more time and they clip the host. And if it feels uncomfortable for everyone, because it was like, it was so good up until you had to say one more thing. Do you, do you find that to happen very often where they jump on just one more time? I have had that a few times and it is slightly awkward and I always think, well, that's going to be hard to edit. <laughs> I always think of the technical part, right? Like, what does my editor have to deal with? <laughs> we do have people streaming and following along tonight. And there's a comment in the room that I want you to see there from Salma. A good way to differentiate the difference between guests and hosts. There is a difference there, right? I mean, the, the, the skills are similar, but I coach, they are different skills. You agree with that too? I do. Um Yes, because a guest, and obviously there are a lot of things that you can bring up, but you want to speak in sound bites and really be conscious of what you're intentionally sharing that is easy to capture and implement. 
But then also you want to make sure that, um, A, it makes sense for the listener and it's not just lingo that you understand and know. Um, And you want to have good pauses so that the host, again, can ask another great question. So let's go there because this is now we're getting into the idea of showcasing yourself, showcasing your expertise. Sound bites are huge. But you have to make the sound bites feel like it's natural, just riffed off of you. Mm-hmm. But in fact, you know your sound bites. Know your sound bites in advance. What are some of the other things that you would suggest for the guest be fluent at so their expertise does pop off the page? I think seeding your um, products, your services, and also your testimonials and your success stories. And it does feel weird to talk about your success stories on air, but you can just weave it in as a story. For instance, you know, one of my clients guests on shows and she always talks about, oh, my podcast, I talked to this person, or I use this strategy with one of my clients in this program and they got this kind of result. So you can see that it's natural and it just feels like a story but you seeded that you had a podcast, that you have a program, and that you gave someone success. Well, and the trick there is don't sell, but sell by communicating that you are a coach, you are this, your products have helped people sell in a subtle way that elevates you as an expert, right? That's exactly it. And I'm sure, Rich, you teach your students this as well. It's like, it's not just your voice and how you're using your Kermit hands, as you put it. (laughs) I listen. Um, But also what you're saying and how you're saying it, your messaging is really key. So Dan is following along tonight and look at his comment here. He's created a page that with some of those personal details, the high res photos. So I talk about having an electronic media kit now yes. before you go onto a show and even having a available for anyone that wants to be on that. I think that's what Dan's describing. How much does that help you as well to have those assets ready to go to be a guest? Oh, they're huge because it's going to make it easy as possible for the host. So when you pitch or when you reach out to them on LinkedIn or in those different matching groups, they're going to see right away who are they what do they know? What is their expertise? What are their credibility, you know, and, and authority amplifiers? And what are their interview topics? So that they can quickly, in an instant, picture what that guest is going to be like on their show. If they can't picture it, and if they got to like do research to figure it out, it's over, man. Also, if you're a guest, I also highly coach and encourage people go listen to the podcast show and the host. Get the five of the show, the feel of the show. Everyone's a little bit different. Never assume because you want to slide in and connect with them. Yeah. If you don't do your homework as a guest, you often misfire, don't you? Wholeheartedly. And it just feels like you're checking off a list. Hey, can I be on your show and it's all about you? Where you got to be serving the host. Hey, I you know want to be on the Leverage Your Podcast show and I want to share with the listeners how to be you know more charismatic on stage so you can gain the attention of your listeners. So you really want to be tactical and give really good examples of what you being on the show is going to be like. 
By the way, I do want to mention we are proudly being sponsored by the National Speakers Association, the NSA. I work very closely with them, and we are partnering together. But this show is made possible by many, many people, part of the National Speakers Association. If you have questions about that, contact me, and we can uh, link you up with amazing podcasts or authors, professional speakers. Um, let's go deeper diving into this, because as you get the shows now, Another part of being a good guest, I believe, and I strongly stress is promote your appearance, promote the host, get on those threads and type in and chat before the show. That's a great way to amplify yourself, isn't it? I couldn't agree more. It's you. Part of the reason why you're guesting on a podcast show is to boost your authority, but it's also creating those relationships and networking and fostering partnerships and collaboration opportunities. And you want to be serving the host in the best way. So absolutely connect on social, check out their posts, what they've going got going on, know what they're about, what audience they serve, because you want to make sure you're going to speak to the audience. And then you need to agree up front that, yes, when this goes live, of course I'm going to share it. <laughs> and it's amazing how many people... Don't do that. Oh, my God. Uh, it drives like, me nuts, Rich. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, please. I know. <laughs> it drives me crazy because if you're not going to share it, A, you're going to tick off the host. And what host is going to want to have you on if you're not going to share it? Honestly, that's just rude. <laughs> and it is a great authority boosting tool Mm-hmm. to you want to leverage the heck out of it you want to showcase oh look they had me on uh, on the show i was on this show i was invited as a guest expert to talk about this um there are so many different ways that you can leverage the opportunities and so many guests of shows miss the boat by like 80 percent well, that's what I think Mark gets the point right here. Mark is yeah. chiming in with us here tonight. Good hosts make their guests look good, but good guests make their hosts look good. And it is that symbiotic relationship, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's back and forth, right? It's a conversation. It's a relationship. It's not you asking me static questions and then I just like give my little monologues and then that's it. It's like, you know, I know about you. I know what you do and we've got a relationship and let's have a conversation and make it feel natural and make it a win-win for both and make it more fun. Dan has this important tip here. When time permits, he produces a little video to promote it. Nice. He invests himself into this. He's not just like yeah. a standby guy who's sliding on. He actually wants to make it great for everybody. Great, yeah. great tip there, Dan. That is good. After you do the interview, after you're done with the interview, what do you recommend for people to do? I've got also the idea that I want to hear from you on how you say it's done, it's posted, now what? So are you just talking about when it goes live or when the interview's over? When it goes live, what do you do? So for me, I create, I've got a podcast leverage system for both hosts and guests. So during um, the leverage system, the first step is publishing and you want to publish for results. So I actually publish like a, a blog post on my site that is the image and the show notes. And if there are no show notes, honestly, I create my own. And if there is a YouTube video, I embed it. And I'm obviously going to link to the host and their you know, social media links and what have you. And I add in my own like call to actions 
my lead magnet, stuff about me. Um, but your site is your go-to home where you want everyone to go to, to see your services, to, to hop on one of your lead magnets or your courses and, you know, read your blogs, check out your podcast, all of those things. So when you're guesting on a show, of course you want to put it on your website and publish it and take advantage of all those opportunities and SEO. I could go on. So, so here, here's, here's a way that I've intentionally done that on my site, how to rock the stage me, uh, rock the stage media.com. I actually have a whole interview page of yeah. shows I've been on as a guest. I have a different area for my shows, but I have a whole page where it's yeah. both the audio and the video ones. And I have gone through my all, I've gone through YouTube and other platforms, typed in my main and searched it out. And I have a whole spreadsheet yeah. of old shows, new shows. So when they come out, I can rotate and keep the content going based on shows I was a guest on. Perfect. And Leverage wants, stuff. Yeah. And so many people don't do that, Rich. So you're ahead of the game there. Because Google wants new content, right? Mm-hmm. Use it, use it, use it. Now, when it comes toward the end of the show, let's go back to that in-show stuff. Sure. It comes the end of the show. The, the guest is ready to ask you for your final closing thoughts. What websites, what links to give? How do you best advise people on what to do there when it's time to really amplify yourself? There are a couple of different approaches. I know um, with John Lee Dumas and when I was on his show, he made a separate page that had like three different options. So like a lead magnet, how to connect with me on social. And I can't remember what the third one. It's been a while. And then I know um, with the company Interview Connections, for instance, they have like when you are a guest on a show, have one page, but it's a unique URL so you can track how many visits that you get. But you have like not three asks, but you're basically giving them three options. Mm -hmm. One is like a lead magnet. The other one is to book a call. And I can't remember what the third one is right now, but you're giving them options. So there's that school of thought. There is also the school of thought where give them one option that is the natural next step to the conversation that you're having. So mm -hmm. for me, I mean, I do have my podcast leverage system and it's a lead magnet that gives the training for hosts. I do also do a guest podcast leverage audit. So that to me would be a natural next step for any listener listening to that going, okay, I'm hearing all these things. Oh yeah, I want that. I want to do that. I want to learn that. So that's what you would share because it feels like the natural next step in them getting to know you. I think that's huge. Make it natural. Make an yeah. easy jump off. I always recommend don't give them like five different options. Don't don't rattle up five different websites. Again, at the end of the show, I'm going to share Lindsay's socials. You have different places mm -hmm. to find her. But as the guest, make it simple. Find yeah. me here. Here's the best place to find me. So it is because there's so much information being absorbed during all these shows. That final moment is your lead magnet. Where do you really want them to go? Make it simple, right? Yeah, agreed. And I've heard it so many times where people are like, oh, if you go to my website and then scroll down three quarters and then click here, or you can go to this page and then a pop-up will happen. I'm like, wait, what? You <laughs> I lost don't remember it. any of that. Don't you lost make them at it scroll complicated. Down. Yeah. What's that? You lost them at scroll down. 
Yeah. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> By the way, Dan's trying to back in and he has made that whole appearance sheet. And look at that. He he says I gave him the idea. So thank you, nice. Dan. You're a good guy. You listen, you pay attention. Got it going on. Fun with us. Dan is a regular with uh, with the Rock the Stage uh Wednesday night show. Love having him around. Hey. Um how can you optimize the social media profiles? So again, let's keep digging in on that because there's so many different profiles, so many different landing pages mm. to get that boost. What's the best way to optimize those? Do you promote them before you go in the show? After you go to the show, do you put it on your backdrop? What do you think is the best way to really optimize it to get the biggest bang? There are so many different strategies. So I'll touch upon one and that is updating your social media profiles to showcase yourself as a guest expert. So you can even have like on your banner on LinkedIn, let's say like I've got a graphic on mine. I obviously showcase my own show, um, but you can also say guest expert as seen on, and then you can add like one of the top podcasts that you've been on, let's say. But then also there's the featured section of LinkedIn where you can showcase your own blogs, your articles, your own podcast. But I would definitely have one of the options as one of the shows that you've guested on where you showcase one of your key topics for one of the areas of your business that you want to grow. So people can naturally see you as an expert in that thing when they go to your profile right away. Also, just build on that. And when you do a one sheet or a PR push out as seen on, grab the yeah. emblem, grab the logo, grab the name and put that in, especially as you get more elevated, more elevated, those shows will show credibility, right? Absolutely. And you can add those things onto your like email signature, like, and to say, you know, click here to see my media page, or if I, you know, I speak about this click here. Um, that's the other good thing, Rich, too, about having that people call it a press page, a media page, a speaking page, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. But like a page that showcases here's who I am. Here's my credibility. Here are my bio pictures or pictures, headshots. Here are the topics that I talk about. And here are some shows that I've appeared on. And then even if people are just casually on your site and they happen to see that media page, they're like, damn, they've like, they speak, they're on podcasts, they're a guest expert, they have these topics. So you want you don't want that like a behind the scenes little thing in the no. back pocket. You want it like, hello, look at me. <laughs> Front page of my website is a scrolling thing going across with the emblem of the different shows yeah. that I'm on. And it's right on the front page. It adds that credibility. Mm. It also creates an interest to go click on some of these and go mm. listen to you. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's ready-made content for people to do it. I do all like, I do like how you're stressing the fact, show yourself as a go-to expert, show yourself as a go-to expert. Many of us want to talk on podcasts, but it's just more talk. What we're talking about here is you are the expert and you mm -hmm. want to be known as an expert. Can you really drive a nail home on that for a moment? Absolutely. So if you want to be paid as like a high paid authority and want to reach that revenue bracket and scale your business, then you need to be considered that go-to authority and expert on that topic. So if you're guesting on shows, 
and you're not sharing that with the world, emailing your list, doing a LinkedIn newsletter, doing the social media, doing quote cards with tips that you've shared on those episodes, do reels if you've got the video. If you're not leveraging and using those moving pieces and those like of that foundational piece of content, then you are missing out at creating more exposure, visibility, and gaining that credibility for yourself that's going to up-level your business and get those kind of clients that you want. And right now, reels, shorts, the TikTok, all that short content button is huge. If you get permission from the host of the show, take an excerpt. You're not going to re-edit. You're just going to take an excerpt. Mm -hmm. If you get an excerpt from that and turn it into a short, that is gold. Absolutely. Because with reels, you're tapping into audiences that are not already following you versus when you share stuff on your wall or your newsfeed, it's people that are following you already. So it's a really great opportunity to tap into uh, new new leads. We're coming out to the end here tonight, but this has been <sighs> great. We, we, you and I can go on forever with this. I stuff. know. I, I do want you to, again, I, I dropped in the chat, your social links, your information, your email. But again, Quickly highlight your leverage program so people understand your expertise and what exactly you do here. For sure. So in my um, podcast leverage system for guests, I look at how you publish, how you distribute, how you repurpose, and how you multiply. And so I actually have uh, an audit where I look at all those pieces. So leverageyourpodcast.com slash guest audit. And I can look at your website and your sites and all that good stuff and see what missed opportunities you have so that you can leverage it on a bigger scale. We do have one more coming in. I have to share this out of the chat box here. This is great by Dan again. Under what circumstances wouldn't a host want publicity and reposting? Again, they were generous to put you on their show. Give them some love back, right? Every host wants to be reamplified back out. Absolutely. I mean, the only time a host is not going to use the stuff is if it really sucked (laughs) or there was like massive tech glitches or you just didn't get along or swore too much and you don't have an explicit show or whatever. But honestly, from the guest perspective, there is no reason why you cannot leverage the heck out of it to get more exposure and make yourself look good and get more business. Lindsay Phillips, CEO of the Smooth Sailing Business Growth and Smooth Business Podcast. Great to have you as our guest tonight. Again, what's the easiest, best, greatest way to get a hold of you? They can go to smoothbusinesspodcasting.com to check me out. And again, make sure you grab the stuff and information out of the chat. This show will be on replay tomorrow right away for those that did not make it or you want to go back through and recapture it once again. And Lindsay, thank you for being here with us tonight. Don't forget, this is sponsored by the National Speakers Association. And if you want to learn about the NSA and how to amplify self as a speaker, as an expert speaker, and learn how to rock the stage, whether it's the in-person, the hybrid, or now even the video streaming stuff, please contact me and we'll let you get connected with the National Speakers Association. That's going to do it for our show here tonight. We'll be back next week again. We go live every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We're streaming on multiple platforms. And you can also go back and catch more shows on howtorocktosaidmedia.com or reach out again, rich at richbontrager.net. Sorry, .net. Rich at richbontrager.net. 
Thanks for being with us tonight. Look forward to seeing you next week again. Until then, I'm the Trigger Rich Bontrager. Stay safe and keep rocking the stage.